0: are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far goodness goodness uh okay we are back with a brand new episode uh you are probably wondering hmm what happened to TKO last week well 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 let me tell you so uh your girl like I've been I've been mentioning on our previous episodes uh you know she's a little bit of a busy gal and uh you know being a PhD grad student definitely does not help with that so you know there's been a lot going on uh recently specifically last week I was just uh uh, you know, some experiments came up later in the evening and I had to stay kind of later at night in the lab and uh, it happened to be Wednesday night and, you know, I, I, I should have uh, known better. I should have uh, recorded a little bit earlier during the week, but I just, you know, because I usually record Wednesdays, like the day that, um, um, yeah, so the day before that the show is usually broadcasted on CFRU radio, I usually just pre record But unfortunately, last week was not it. But also, you know, uh, I I guess like we're going through personal updates right now. So yeah, uh, I have been completely just studying this week, uh, the entire week, because next week I have my PhD qualifying exam. Woohoo! Okay, (laughs) not me trying to hype myself up for it, but uh, literally that is it. Um, so yes, I have that coming up actually next Wednesday, August 10th. So that's going to be very exciting. Um, but, you know, I've been uh, propping my talk. I've been uh, just uh, studying as much as possible, preparing myself for any sort of questions that will be asked during my oral exam. And, you know, you know, just just uh, it's like essentially me trying to train myself Rocky style the week before the, the qualifying exam. But in in terms of like science, if that makes sense, like that's the way that I see it myself anyways. Uh, But that's what's been up. And uh, so far, it's been a really, you know, it's been a lot of work. Like I actually timed myself yesterday and I was uh, just at my desk uh, studying for... 12 plus hours and i know you're like not what is going on like you should take a break that's not good for your health but trust me like i've been doing a lot of so actually okay okay no i need to advocate for this method of studying that i've been trying out recently Uh, i think uh, you know if you if you want to study or like do get some work done but you need that focus time and then some uh, appropriate break times you should definitely try out this method called the tomato timer the pomodoro timer Uh, highly recommended it's uh, been scientifically proven to help your focus and uh, improve your productivity as well so um um yeah yeah definitely give it a try because yes uh it's gonna give you 20 25 minutes of focus time and then you have I believe three or four rounds of five minute short breaks in between the 25 minutes and after after all that then you get a long break which is the the same time as your focus time so you can it actually helps you a lot anyways. Let me know if you if you like using this method or not. Or if you've used it before. It's worked for you before or not. But so far I've been doing that. And you know what? It's been great. Um, it, it helps me get through a lot of work. And uh, it's been good so far. But yeah. I just wanted to say that. That's what's been up. And uh, you know. Uh, as as I'm going through this uh, journey for myself. It's kind of amazing that y'all are also with me on this on this train, um, and we're essentially going through it together. And actually, as we're speaking right now, this is kind of like early in the morning. Uh, because yeah so I've been taking the week off to just study my stuff but also I thought hey you know what when I wake up in the morning I have so much energy so why not do TKO early in the morning and then um, you know just just uh, get it out there especially like an early early morning treat for y'all because uh, we didn't have an episode last week so it's gonna be a very good one this week so yeah that's 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 all my um, thoughts right there uh, for doing TKO this morning but also yeah so the next time that we will talk I would have been done my qualifying exam because I have my qualifying exam at 9 30 in the morning on August 10th the Wednesday so please y'all uh TKO Nation y'all always give such amazing vibes uh such supportive and loving and caring vibes with the show so your girl right here uh you know if you if you could just keep me in your thoughts and you know uh, I'm a girl of uh word of affirmation like if you can be like yo Janine you got this woo yo let's go you know kind of thing uh I would really appreciate that but also just uh let's all manifest that i absolutely ace this exam next week and become a phd candidate officially um but yeah that's what's been up man but yo listen um there's been so much that's been happening in the world of combat sports especially this past weekend so we had a very very cool fight card this past saturday ufc 277 Woo! Okay, so I was actually so bummed last week when I couldn't do the show because my original plan was to break down this fight uh, or the fights on UFC 277, and I unfortunately I couldn't. But I'm still so happy that we get to reminisce a little bit about some of the fights that did happen on UFC 277. So we're gonna be talking about that today. We're gonna be talking about some of the stuff that has happened ever since on the aftermath of the fights, and also um there is (laughs) okay so there is this other like combat sports update that i want to talk about Uh, i'll just give you guys like a like a short update in that regard because we haven't really thoroughly talked about it on the show but i think it would be very interesting to talk about anyway so maybe we can get started with that and then we can kind of ease our way into all the ufc 277 goodness all right so now without further ado let's get started okay so, uh, what I wanted to talk about was, um, the, the exhibition boxing fight that recently took place between, uh, or for the, uh, the Iranian Hulk, <laughs> Mr. Sajjad Karibi. So, uh, this fight actually happened on the Sunday, this past Sunday, and it was a, it was an interesting fight. So, this was a fight that was rescheduled between Sajad uh, or Sajad. Okay, so Sajad Karibi is uh, a like he he made a name of himself uh, on social media because he like like because of his bulkiness and like the the his physique and you know just like everybody looked at his pictures of like whoa look at this guy like what the heck like he looks like a superhuman right. Um, however, uh, you know, so people were like, okay, yo, who is this guy? So, uh, his manager and whatnot, they, uh, (laughs) they tried to come up with a fight for him so that he can actually make a name of himself in the world of combat sports. Right. And, um, it was very interesting because, uh at first he was scheduled to fight um martin ford who's a former bodybuilder slash kickboxer and actor and um you know <laughs> it, it, the fight like the fight was supposed to happen it was so close to happening unfortunately some stuff went down and uh the fight was canceled the ronnie hulk he i think he actually backed out of this fight so that wasn't fun okay um and now, what what did happen since then was that he was now rescheduled to fight against the Kazakh Titan. Um, he also is a very bulky f- uh, fella from Kazakhstan, and uh, <laughs> the, the two like faced off. Like it, it was supposed to be an exhibition boxing fight. Um, Sajad Gribi, like you know, he was he looked more mentally there this time. However, one thing that I didn't mention this whole, t- this whole time was that, okay, so since the time that he was announced to fight against Martin Ford, um, and also like the Kazakh Titan, uh, when we have seen, whenever we have seen the Iranian Hog in public, the way that he carries himself in public is way different from how he looks on his Instagram pictures. And there's, but there was a lot of speculation on if he actually photoshopped this picture to look like quote unquote a hulk because you know you know how the hulk looks like you know just big big broad shoulders, big arms, like a tinier waist like you know that that um, like inverse ri- uh, triangle kind of physique. Uh, That's what he looked like on his social media, but in real life, oh, honey, let me tell you, no, he did not look like that. Anyway, so the fight happened this past Sunday. Um, Okay, I'm not trying to trash this guy at all. Like, y'all know I'm Persian myself, so I'm not trying to trash the Iranian Hulk at all, but I'm just speaking facts here because, you know, um, everybody was just shook. Like, the whole world was shook, right? So this man comes into the ring and... uh, Listen, uh, even if I I were to be told, Jonan, forget about the PhD for a second. Like, you are going to come in and fight um, Mr. Champion of his uh, boxing gym. Like, in an amateur boxing fight, right? Not even a professional fight. In an amateur boxing fight, uh, you need to be ready in two weeks. I'll be like, and like, you know, this is important. Like, your legacy depends on it if it did ever depend on it, but you get my point. Um, (laughs) That would be like, yo, okay, I'm going to cut all the Netflix that I watch. I'm going to cut all the unnecessary stuff that I do so that I can actually put in more effort in the gym and I I, I actually prepare properly for a boxing match because that's what I've been told that I have to do. I have to box, you know, I have to actually properly train for this, right? (laughs) And unfortunately, I I feel like, (laughs) i feel like the iranian hulk misunderstood the assignment i'm so sorry to put it that way because mans literally came into the ring and uh he did not even know how to, how to throw a jab Th- that's how sad it was looking and uh okay i get a y'all are heavyweights but uh there- <sighs> when somebody's standing in front of you like you can't there's there's a specific way of going about fighting them even if you're not a professional boxer does that make sense and you're, you're you've actually put on your boxing gloves and you know even if you just go on youtube and watch a couple boxing highlights watch some mike tyson highlights like you can easily learn man like you don't have to be a pro and like let alone y- your your boxing hype has been in the works for so long since the whole martin ford kind of talk and now you're just in there like not even knowing how to throw a jab like oh goodness anyways it was very uh i hate to put it this way you guys know i'm only like out here to try to spread positivity and whatnot but this fight like it was just difficult to watch like you're like oh my goodness like i wish the iranian hulk would come to my garage and i could train him like you know what i mean like Anyways, so the fight did not go well. The The Kazak Titan actually won the fight. No surprise there. And, uh, uh, well, I mean, to be fair, the Iranian Hulk later came out and said that he was ashamed of his performance. And I totally get it. And I get that you're not a professional boxer, but neither was your opponent. You know what I mean? Like, that was the whole purpose of this fight. Like, to non-professionals who are big bulky guys and scary looking guys going at it to try to put on an entertaining show but also like literally try to fight at least a little bit that was the whole point but I feel like unfortunately he misunderstood the assignment um uh, (laughs) I'm so sorry Uh, but yes. so I do feel bad for the Iranian Hulk but hopefully he learns his lesson and he actually goes back in the gym and he trains harder and the hardest that he's possibly trained his whole life because I feel like he definitely has potential for it like he definitely does like he was already provided this platform to fight on such a you know well-known stage and he kind of blew it but I feel like you know when you're when you're given all the opportunities why not try to take advantage of it so you you better put that work in and take advantage of it for the future right? Like, you shouldn't really take these type of things for granted. Like, if he, if he put on a great performance that night, his whole life could have been turned upside down. And I feel like, unfortunately, he, he just didn't. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's what happened. And uh, a lot of people are talking about that on um, the online communities, uh, in terms of, uh, like, combat sports forums and whatnot so soja Garibi, I really hope that you get back in the gym and you trade hard train hard man because th- that's that's your golden key like you know how they would say it in American Idol that's your golden ticket to Hollywood man like you you gotta put in the work to be recognized out here my brother like you you get my point um so anyways that was that um hashtag uh, a little bit disappointing. But anyways, so going back to Saturday night over this past weekend, uh, the fights did not disappoint us actually at, at all, should I say. Really, honestly. Yeah, genuinely did not disappoint us at all. So UFC 277. Ooh, it happened in Dallas, Texas. It was a really good turnout, a great crowd. And so... What we had for UFC 277 was an awesome bantamweight championship bout as the headliner between uh, Miss Juliana Pena, the champion, and Amanda Nunes, the former champion and the current featherweight champion at the UFC. So, uh, as you would probably remember, these two ladies actually went at it this past December. And uh, Amanda Nunes was a champion at the time. She fought Juliana Pena, and uh, the 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 fight was good and all. But Amanda Nunes was uh, stunned by some couple nasty shots from um, um, Juliana Pena, and that kind of threw her off her game. And uh, she kept on getting hit and hit and hit, and uh, she was finishing that fight. Later, there were stories that came out saying that oh, Amanda Nunes was kind of like. She just came out of her COVID sickness and like she wasn't the same, you know, just just a lot of stuff with that. And also when you are a well-established champion prior to losing your belt, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, thought that goes around. OK, you know what? Maybe we should definitely at least give them one rematch shot so that, you know, in case it was due to a fluke and whatnot, we can actually evaluate this fighter for who they really are, not based on. Like, you know, for example, you go into an exam session and you've been studying your butt off the whole time and then you go in and you have, like, the day of, you have food poisoning so you can't perform as well on your exam. Uh, it's, it was the same case here with Amanda Nunes and the organization thankfully realized that and they said, okay, let's have another rematch between the two ladies and they did for, for UFC 277 this past Saturday and, oh boy, let me tell you about redemption. Uh, because Amanda Nunes, first of all, if you uh, did go back and watch some of her training highlights for the past couple months, this woman, oh, my goodness, she's been putting in W.O.R.K., okay? Like, you hear me? Like, that's how it should be done, okay? Like, that's, it was just like, you know, thats that's how a champion, a true champion actually does it. You, you see that things don't go your way. You're like, okay, this sucks, but I cannot stay down forever. I have to get back to my feet and I have to keep on moving forward and I have to do everything in my power to actually reclaim my title back like how many other times am i going to be offered this opportunity and like you know just darn like i used to be the champion like now i'm back here like the opportunity is given to me for one last time i have to redeem myself and oh boy did she actually redeem herself this woman came out there and uh she was just so dominant okay i have to tell you though um in terms of striking it was hard to outstrike Juliana Pena. And you know what? Amanda Nunes learned her lesson from the first fight that the two had in December. She saw that, oh oh, oh boy, she was getting hit with uh, a couple other shots early in the fight by Juliana Pena. She's like, oh no, we're not going down that road again. Okay, so what she did was she, sh- uh, she went for so many takedowns in this fight. Which is the smart thing to do when you know that you're going to be in danger with a phenomenal striker. You should not try to outstrike the striker. What you do in an MMA fight is you actually try to vary things up. Because there's so many different things that you can do in an MMA fight. Wrestling being one of them. (laughs) And wrestling is like the complete antidote to striking for most times anyways. So that's exactly what Amanda Nunes did. And kudos to her and also her... Uh, corner her, her um, coaching corner for you know just just telling her that this is the way to go about doing things and also like for her to actually acknowledging that because you know sometimes people are like unfortunately they get a little bit cocky they're like oh you beat me in striking i'm gonna beat you back in striking like they just get a little bit cocky and their ego takes over but i'm very happy that this was not the case with amanda nunes and she actually did what needed to be done for her to regain her title so um instead of just standing there and try to outstrike juliana pena who had longer limbs and had uh more advantages striking wise this woman actually um, Vary things up and uh, she tried to put a lot of pressure uh, on Juliana Pena through wrestling by shooting takedowns keeping her on the ground and uh, just putting a lot of pressure on her that way closing the range that way so that uh, Juliana Pena cannot throw strikes from a short distance right when you're when you're shooting for takedowns you're in a clinch or you're on the ground You know so it was it was very smart of uh, Amanda Nunes to fight the way that she did And you know what it paid off for her because she finally won this fight through unanimous decision It was a tough fight I'm not gonna lie Um, And you know what (laughs) there's actually been a lot of criticism from certain people in the UFC For Amanda Nunes' performance which I don't really understand For example Dana White the president of the UFC came out saying that He was kind of shocked that Amanda Nunes didn't just go for the finish and uh, she she fought she fought the way that she did. And, uh, you know, I I completely get it from the perspective of entertainment because, yeah, five five minute rounds are a lot. And um, especially if a fighter is fighting uh, with a lot of technicality and tactics Some casual fans might not really understand what's going on and might not really appreciate the the work that's been put into the techniques and whatnot. That's totally okay. But listen, as a professional athlete and fighter, I feel like you should do what you got to do to win fights, win championship belts, and to just do whatever you got to do to regain your legacy. And I feel like Amanda Nunes could not have done it better, any better. So I'm very proud of her and um, she did what needed to be done, man. And uh, it was it was great to watch. But, you know, having said all of this, um, I want to give a huge shout out to Juliana Pena, excuse me, as well, because she did not back down. She 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 hung in there. She was uh, at all times. She was exchanging with Amanda Nunes, and, uh, she did her best as well, but unfortunately, or not unfortunately, like, sometimes that's just the way that it is, um, you have a fighter that has more, you know, they're just powerful in other aspects compared to you, and they utilize it against you, and if you keep getting caught off guard, it's just hard to go back to, um, like how how fresh you were in the beginning of the fight, so I completely understand it from that aspect as well. Overall, very amazing fight by both ladies, and uh, I'm interested to see how things will actually proceed in the in the bantamweight division. There has been talks of having now Amanda Nunes now the newly crowned uh, uh, bantamweight champion. Again the double champion Once again she became the double champion There's talks of her potentially having a third Fight with uh, her Foe (laughs) being Valentina Shevchenko who is the current Flyweight champion At the UFC so uh, The two ladies have already fought Two times previously Uh, And the if I'm not Mistaken um, The both times Amanda Nunes has Won against Valentina Shevchenko or yeah okay anyways so yeah that's that's as far as my memory is guiding me right now let's just go with that but they have fought two times previously and the most recent time that they fought amanda Nunes won that fight she was extremely dominant in that fight and you know to be fair like yeah Valentina shevchenko used to be a bantamweight but since she moved to the flyweight division it just seems like that's her uh, like uh, the that weight division is more natural for her, for her physique and uh, the, the optimal fight that she needs to be fighting at. So it would be interesting if we do get to see a rubber match between the two ladies. But first of all, what weight division would it be at if it is at Bantamweight? You know, Valentina Shevchenko hasn't fought in Bantamweight in so long. Is it going to serve her well or not? or conversely are we going to be having amanda nunes go down to 125 and potentially become the triple champion which i don't think anybody's done in women's mma at all let alone uh and in, in, the, in the ufc you know um but yeah it would be interesting to see how the fight would even be um plausible in that case but I, I do see that as the next biggest thing in women's MMA and uh, Amanda Nunes has now become the the woman with the most wins in uh, the UFC history period and kudos to her that's uh, you know just, just breaking records left and right and uh, shout out to her it's amazing it's absolutely amazing to see everything that she's doing right now uh, but you know what I was trying to say was that Beyond that Valentina Shevchenko fight. Even though we have a lot of good talent. In women's uh, bandweight division. I feel like. Uh, they don't necessarily get as much publicity. As some of the other weight divisions. For, for example. Men's MMA in the UFC. Which is quite sad. It's really sad. Really really sad. And every time we do see some phenomenal action. In women's MMA at the UFC. It has to do with uh, just the big names. And I feel like The. Uh, the fighters who are probably starting out in the UFC don't get as much publicity. So I really hope that uh, the UFC kind of re- redistributes their marketing um, efforts also into women's homing as well because we have a lot of awesome talents in women's mma in the ufc currently and they deserve to be recognized they deserve to get their title shot and uh we deserve to get the division rolling right like uh just just get it rolling we don't always have to have big uh, championship fights like we need to get the ladies fighting good fights and uh to 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 have at least uh, half of the fights on every fight card be composed of uh, women fighters That would be very ideal But unfortunately the UFC is not doing this And it's very sad to see I hope they come to their senses at some point And realize that women's MMA is uh, the thing now And uh, uh, we can definitely see this Through what some of the fighters like Amanda Nunes are doing For this uh, field of uh, sports right now for women so shout out to everybody who fought at UFC 277 Uh, overall it was an amazing night of fights and uh, I'm so happy that we got to talk about it this week even though we weren't able to have an episode last week but I'm just looking at the clock right now unfortunately that is all the time we're going to be having for this week y'all this is gonna be the episode before my qualifying exam. The next time that we talk, I'm gonna be done my qualifying exam. I'm gonna be so hype and we're gonna be celebrating on TKO A. Okay, so watch out for that. Uh, I'm looking at the clock right now That's all the time we're going to be having for this week Make sure you go to CFRU.ca To catch up with previous episodes You can also download our episodes from Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well And until next time It's your girl Janon right here And this is TKO Peace out